everyone. Thank you so much for coming over to listen today. I'm Sue Van Rees, nutritional therapist, food psychology specialist, author, and founder of Boulder Nutrition here in Boulder, Colorado. For the next few weeks, I'll be hosting a very special edition of the podcast called The Soul Food Sessions. The Soul Food Sessions are bite-sized morsels of wisdom from our guest teachers, little tasters here and there from me, and some sweet shares from my past participants of my online program, The Yoga of Eating, a six-month course and community to heal your relationship to food and your body. Registration is now open. Over the next few weeks, you will get mini appetizer plates to sample through the soul food sessions. We have amazing content coming for you. And if you like these little tasters and teachings, I guarantee that you are going to love the Yoga of Eating online course and community. The Yoga of Eating begins this January. This is my most complete body of work combining nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, embodiment practices, recipes, resources, and our wonderful group of online guest teachers. You can find out more at theyogaofeating.com. I could not be more excited to share with you this very special edition of Satiate, and I am also incredibly grateful to be offering you some of the most potent wisdom from experts all over the country. So pour yourself a cup of something wintry and warming, settle into your favorite spot, and enjoy this soul food session. Great. So welcome to our exciting guest teacher today, Nancy Levin. And I just want to give her a little introduction um, so that some of you know um, a little bit more about her before we dive in. And first of all, thank you so much for joining us today, Nancy. Thanks for having me here, first and foremost. (laughs) Nancy Levin is the best-selling author of four books, including Worthy, Boost Your Self-Worth to Grow Your Net Worth. Um, Another one, Jump, and Your Life Will Appear, and The New Relationship Blueprint, which is forthcoming from Hay House. She is a master integrative coach and the creator of the Jump Coaching, Worthy Coaching, and New Relationship Blueprint Coaching, working with clients privately and in groups to live in alignment with their own truth and desires. Nancy was the event director at Hay House for 12 years and now hosts her own weekly call-in radio show called Jumpstart Your Life on Hay House Radio. And she also has received a master's in creative writing and poetics originally from Naropa University in Boulder, Colorado. And she continues to live in the Rocky Mountains. So I was thinking that a lot of your work is so relevant for a lot of what my audience is seeking and a lot of what are often considered roadblocks around health, healing, body image, relationship to food. And I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you and to kind of kind of get some more information from you around um, 
you know, what, how you work and what you do. So with that amazing bio kind of starting us out, tell us a little bit about your work and what you've been up to lately. I would say, you know, that the through line of my work is really about truth-telling. And truth-telling needs to begin with ourselves before we can even begin to tell the truth to anybody else around us. And so I always sort of start from this foundation of looking for ways that we can admit to ourselves what we already know to be true. You know, what's that voice that at one time was likely a faint whisper by now is screaming? And what do we most need to pay attention to that we've spent a lot of energy avoiding? And from there, I believe that that really is the beginning. That's really the first stepping stone to come to this place of self-love, self-forgiveness, self-compassion, self-awareness, self-worth, all of it. But it has to first begin from the place when we're no longer betraying ourselves and we're no longer abandoning ourselves. Right. And that's quite a... um delicate process, I guess, would be a word to describe, you know, that revealing of seeing the truth can be kind Mm -hmm. of intense, intimidating for many of us. Do you have... It can be very. (laughs) It can be very. Yeah. Opening up very big, you know, box of goodies that many of us maybe have spent years hiding from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... Yeah, And I do, you know, and that's really, I do believe that we are, we, we, we believe we have to hide some part of ourselves in order to be loved and accepted. Mm-hmm. And so this begins when we're very young, we start packaging ourselves to be digestible to others. And we start to make these promises about the ways that, in which we will and will not show up. And this continues throughout our life. It begins when we're young out of, you know, out of a sense of self-preservation. But it evolves into self-sabotage. And so the crazy thing is, you know, like we're, we, we're hiding these parts of ourselves we think we need to hide. And yet we're also running around in the same breath saying, I just want to be loved for who I am. And yet we're so completely paralyzed at the thought of revealing the truth of who we are. Wow. Thank you for that very well said statement. I think that summarizes so much of what many of us, most of us struggle with, whatever our issues are, whatever our obstacles are in our lives Mm -hmm. or in our past. We could probably say, I guess maybe I'm just asking this as a question. Would we, we could probably say that that's generally what's happening for many of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say I see that across the board. And the way that I, you know, link this in, because I do think that, that in addition to the truth-telling, another through line in my work is this, is this piece about self-worth. And mm-hmm. that so many of us for so much of our lives have given, have been putting our worthiness in the hands of others. So we've let other people be the determiners of our worth. Right. And so this happens in the ways, like I was saying before, in the ways that we begin to package ourselves 
and the ways that we, you know, whether it's people pleasing, whether it's peacekeeping, you know, any way in which we're managing the perception of others and giving people a specific lens to see us through. It's also happening from that place of putting our sense of worth in something outside of ourselves, letting someone else deem us worthy. And it really is backwards because we think, we think that something outside of us is going to have us feel a certain way, especially when it comes to our worth, and yet it ha- it's an inside job. It has to originate from within. Everything we're seeking externally needs to be resolved internally first around us. Mm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is just, that that statement is so potent. Can we say that one more time? Everything that we need to resolve. Uh, yeah, everything everything we're seeking to excel to resolve externally needs to be resolved internally first. Yeah. And we we need to learn how to be the governors of our own worth. You know that that we don't have to earn our worth. We don't have to prove our worth. So many of us identify, you know, if I ask you, (laughs) I won't put you on the spot, but I'm just asking everyone listening to just take a moment here and just, just bring to mind the way that you determine your value, the way that you determine your worth. And I know that for me, for most of my life, I determined my value and worth by what I did, what I achieved, what I produced. And... Many of us are, you know, operating this way. And to be able to come to this space of I'm worthy simply because I am. I'm worthy simply because I'm alive on the planet. I don't actually have to do anything Mm -hmm. in order to be. Right, like back to that packaging ourselves whatever it is that we're Mm -hmm. doing basically what you're saying is we don't have to package ourselves no and what i'll tell you is you know listen i packaged myself for a very long time (laughs) i was managing the perceptions of others i was presenting and projecting an image of perfection and i only wanted to be seen through that lens i was in a long time marriage, an 18-year marriage that was crumbling at the seams, and I didn't want anyone to know what was going on. And I took great care in making sure no one saw the truth. And what I can say is that when we do step into, you know, the authenticity or the vulnerability of the truth-telling, we have so much more energy available to us than we can imagine. The energy it takes to uphold the facade is exhausting and unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And, right. and when we don't tell the truth, the truth will come out sideways. So yeah. I will often say to my clients, you know, I'm really in support of you rocking your own foundation before it rocks you, <laughs> you know, because then we have choice. You know, yeah, yeah, then we have choice. And right. and to me that's 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 power. That's being empowered. 
making making healthy choices because every single choice we make is either going to serve or sabotage what the life we desire to live into. And yeah. we want to make sure that we're sort of using our choice wisely in service of what we really want to be living into. Exactly. And so I know for me, yeah, for me, you know, the people I feared revealing myself to the most have ended up in my life being the ones who have rallied around me the fiercest. Wow. Well, that's, that's, a, that's something really powerful to hear because mm-hmm. when we're afraid of showing up who, with who we are 100% in our authenticity and losing mm-hmm. the people that are most afraid mm-hmm. of, that's, that's a very self-like supportive testimonial that you have there. You know, well, very, we, mm-hmm. you know, very something that I think we could all like just learn from. Well, what I what I realize is that you know when we're living in that fear of external judgment, it's it is simply a reflection of the of the judgment we're already feeling toward ourselves. So, in other words. We're already doing to ourselves what we're fearing happening to us, <laughs> but we're already doing it. No one will ever judge us as harshly as we judge ourselves. No one. Right. And so part of it is clo- is closing the gap and coming into alignment and acceptance and forgiveness so that we're in right relationship with ourselves. To me, that's the most important thing is that I approve of me that I'm in right relationship with myself because yeah. then I don't have, you know, the portal open for the judgment from outside to stick. There's no Velcro. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really beautiful practice, I think we could call it, because mm-hmm. obviously it takes <laughs> to keep on that. Um, reflection of really showing up for ourselves first and tending to that inner, you know, that inner critic really. And mm-hmm. noticing that and being aware that that critic and that judgment and that negative dialogue is worse than anything that we're going to receive from the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. It's true. Big, big truth and a really helpful tip because I think, you know, it can diffuse the fear a little bit as far as how we show up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, you know, I, the, 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 the pieces that I sort of just want to hit home are this idea of really you choosing you, you know, that, that this is about reclaiming selfish as self as being an element of self-love that this is about you know knowing your non-negotiables knowing your priorities and being willing to to stand in them instead of putting you know everyone else and everything else in the forefront yeah well that is a pretty great message to leave us with (laughs) Um, Hmm. a healthy a healthy dose of 
you know, prioritizing ourselves could be pretty much like a multivitamin for most of us. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you today. and Thank you. Just, I've enjoyed our time together. Yeah, me too. And I just feel like there's just so much that you have to share. And I really look forward to checking out your new book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for it too. Congratulations on that project coming to completion. And I hope to see you soon. Me too, you. Thanks again. Thank you so much for coming over to listen to this very special edition of Satiate, the Soul Food Sessions. These podcasts are designed to give you little tasters and appetizers of the upcoming Yoga of Eating online course and community, which begins at the end of January. Registration is currently open. You can access all of the details for registration and more about our dynamic group of guest teachers and all the different aspects of the program, including nutritional therapy, food psychology, yoga, meditation, reflective resources, and nourishing recipes by going over to theyogaofeating.com. I would love to welcome you into this year's brilliant circle of women, and I'm excited to dive in with each of you in the inner world of making a lasting change in our relationship to food and body. This is definitely my most complete and passionate body of work and has supported thousands of women around the world in making a lasting change and creating more health and happiness in their lives. I look forward to seeing you for the next Soul Food session coming your way soon. And until then, take good.